Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there everyone, this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment and today is a special podcast and a special webcast too because I decided that I have had so many questions about how do I automate my marketing. The, the best person to talk to is an expert, somebody that works with many of our Superfast Circle clients, actually does some coaching in our own group and he is he is the geek when it comes to marketing automation. And that particular individual is Jason Kruger. So, um, Jason, do you want to come on? Can I? Yeah, oh, hello. Hi. I can see you. <laughs> sure geek has all the technology here as well. Um, so, Jason, um, we, we, we talk about automation all the time, don't we? Because you sort of do all our, our different campaigns. But there's a lot more to you than, than that. So. I've got a number of questions here that uh, people have uh, asked me to ask you in some of our groups, um, which we'll start on in a second. But can you just, you know, people will recognize the accent is slightly different. Um, yes. But so, so tell us a little bit about you, your background, and how you come to, you know, to do what you're doing today. Okay, well, yes, uh, the accent is, uh, is different. I'm originally from South Africa. Uh, actually moved here to the UK in I think it was August 98 uh, with my immediate family my dad worked for a multinational company and we moved to the UK so I did most of my kind of senior schooling here in the UK and uh, actually went to Nottingham University where uh, I read a, a degree in computer science and, right uh, after that uh, I, uh, I went to, got into IT. Now I've always been into into tech, younger, going into kind of the Technic Lego and all that type of thing. Um, but as I kind of grew up and got more into IT, so after my degree, went got into IT, and uh, you know, after a num number of years, moved up was an IT manager. But then unfortunately was made redundant uh, in twenty thirteen, I think it was. Uh, but luckily, kind of four years previous to that, I kind of got into the online marketing uh, field, as you could probably say, uh, with my yeah. dad. Uh, he took me to my first kind of online marketing conference. And since then really got hooked. And before that, I was already building websites, but it was more the kind of the normal coding and HTML. Uh, but yeah. going learning through um, uh, the online marketing got introduced more into WordPress and started building all my websites and that for, for clients. But as uh, my dad was getting kind of deeper into the online marketing world, uh, yeah. the, the the need for the landing pages and the tech and all that, uh, it was something that he struggled with, didn't really know much about. So I was always his kind of technical person, uh, setting all of that up yeah. f um, for him. And I was kind of doing this part-time uh, during kind of uh, 2009 and 2013 when I was made redundant. Uh, but then I had the opportunity to actually go out and, and do this full-time. And at the yeah. time, my, my wife gave me six months, or actually she wasn't my wife at the time. Uh, we were getting <laughs> married in two, two months uh, after I got made redundant. So um, 
uh, right. yeah, there's a lot of, lot of stress at that time. Uh, but she gave me six months to kind of make a go uh, of it, and uh, I'm still here, so uh, yeah. must be must be doing something right. And uh, yes, and, like the love and the push of a good woman, isn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely, <laughs> and, and an ultimatum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, kind of since then, I've uh, and I've been doing doing this kind of full time, helping clients yeah. from websites, membership sites, building landing pages, connecting CRM systems, all those types of things. So really helping with the technical side of the the online marketing yeah. for for clients. Good. And uh, for, for some of you watching this or listening to it, if you've ever been on um, the receiving end of a, an email or a webinar invite, it's Jason that makes all that magic happen. So, um, so I, I thought I'd just mention that as well. So I've got lots of questions here. So if I start with the first one, and that is, um, what should people think about when it comes to automating uh, their marketing, Jason? Obviously, you know, for, for the guys listening to this, they're going to be recruitment business owners across the world. You know, some of them might have lots of candidates but they need more clients and, and others vice versa. So where do you think, you know, what are the things that they need to be thinking about when it comes to automation? So um, I think when you first look at automation, there's quite a lot of different things that you can automate, you know, your, your nurture sequences, lead generation. But I think when you start looking at automation um, and the things that you might want to do with it, there are other things that you probably need to consider first, and that's to do with, uh, you know, GDPR. You know, it's kind of the buzzword yeah. in online marketing at the moment because some people are doing it correctly, some people are kind of towing the the line a little bit with it. There's always, you know, different interpretations um, on what you need to do. So I think when it comes to doing your automation, you need to look at those types of things as well because. When you start doing stuff online, it's not just um, uh, you, you. You need to start with kind of your your privacy policies and uh, how you're actually going to uh, collect that information and what information you're yeah. going to start collecting. And especially in the recruitment industry, if you're doing candidates and clients, you're going to be asking for slightly different information at various points. So I think you need to kind of really start looking. Uh, at that part before you even start um, creating you know any kind of automation because you need to get that right first um, otherwise you know you can get um, found out later on um, and yeah. it, all, it all kind of gets integrated within the online uh, marketing yeah. side of things and the automation side of things it kind of all integrates anyway but it's good to kind of think of that first um, and then kind of move forward from there, you know, with candidates, uh, what is it that you're looking to, to automate there? Is it uh, just the CV side of things or is it to actually give them information to help them uh, with their CVs, yeah. etc.? And then the same thing on the client side is what information could you potentially uh, offer them to help them with their business? And hopefully then they become clients um, mm. for, for you as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and I, and I guess really, there's there's multiple things that you can automate, isn't there, when it comes to your your, your candidates and, and your clients? Um, yeah, there, there, there is. You know, automation it doesn't 
necessarily mean just your marketing side of things. It can also be kind of the back office things that, that, that you might be doing as well. You know, if there's a, a set process that you have, you could potentially yeah. automate that as well to make sure that you're going through that same process every time. Uh, yeah. Kind of onboarding as well. If you're onboarding a new uh, candidate, again, you probably have your set process that you would use for all your candidates. So things like that could be automated as well to make sure that you're collecting the right yeah. information, you're sending them the right information as well. Uh, and that goes for the client side as well, uh, you know, onboarding new clients there. Yeah, uh, I think that's something that sometimes people miss out on. They don't, they don't appreciate that they could, you know, when someone uploads a CV, there could be like an, an automation sequence, maybe of a series of emails um that then would 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 help that individual know what the next steps are you know what to do um that, that actually saves so many phone calls as well that could, that could exactly happen. exactly you know you know we're all we're all busy and if you get a cv in um and you're doing it as a manual process at what point do you actually send them a, a welcome email saying thanks for your cv etc yeah. you know are you sending it straight away or when you kind of remember two or three days later you know, if yeah. it's all automated, it's sent at the right time, um, and it makes you look good as well. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, but, absolutely. Yeah. Thinking about that, um, you know, where do you think it is a good starting point for, for automation? Obviously, we've just mentioned, touched on a, a little bit now when it comes to maybe automating when when someone's uploaded their CV, you know, do they get some nice rapport building emails after that? What what else do you think you need to consider, Jason? Um, the, the the two main ones that I, I would consider is lead generation and nurture sequences. Uh, yeah. Because a lot of people do do lead generation, but then they don't do the, the nurture sequence. Um, and if they are doing lead generation, they're only kind of doing it half-heartedly. Um, really and what I mean by that is uh, you can automate your lead, your lead uh, generation but there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Uh, with lead generation you'll be using a landing page connected to an autoresponder but it's not just setting those parts up. Once you've got your, your ebook report that you, you want to kind of give out to your candidates uh, you have to have the, the marketing on the front end as well. It's not you know, one of those things where you just set up and, and forget because people are not going to gonna, um, know about it. So it is making yeah. sure that you're then driving traffic to it, mentioning it in, you know, Facebook groups, LinkedIn, uh, all, all those places to get people to those landing pages. Um, yeah. And then the same thing with nurture sequences. Can I, can I pause you just there? Um, because there's going to be some people listening to this that are going to know what uh, an autoresponder is and some people may or may not and there'll be others that not necessarily know what a landing page is can you just explain i remember when i first started doing this 15 years ago i thought what is yeah. <laughs> uh, you can explain that to people yeah, I think sorry yeah uh, a landing page uh is typically uh, a page on your it could be on your website but it's a page mm. that actually has one goal and that is yeah. to get a person's uh, contact information, you know, get them to buy. Those are types of things of landing pages. You have one goal on that page. And typically yeah. a landing page uh, 
will just have the information for that one purpose. So you're not going to have your navigation of your, of your website on there because that's a distraction, which then yeah. means that if someone is directed to, to that page and you have those types of distractions, they might not even read um, that landing page. They might say, oh, there's a there's something else on, on, on there on the navigation that they click on yeah. and then they get taken away from uh, from that page. So a landing page just has that one focus. All it has is yeah. information for that uh, ebook, that offer, um, and has that one call to action um, on yeah. there. Now, an autoresponder is the yeah. system that will send out your automated email. So when someone uh, subscribes to a newsletter or ebook, that's the system that will capture uh, their information uh, and then yeah. send out the, the the emails that you that you've set up. Yeah, I think, um, and it's sometimes people call them opt-in pages as well. And um, back in the day, the old school people used to call them squeeze pages. They yeah, were called so squeeze they were like... pages. You would squeeze them into. <laughs> It's yep. an action they allowed yeah, to so do. Yeah, so there are different names to it, squeeze pages, opt-in pages, landing pages, yeah. uh, and then your sales pages as well if you're getting them to, to buy something from you. So they can yeah. have quite a, a wide-ranging uh, uh, action for them um, yeah. to take, but basically it, it, it is one, one action. Um, that you want them to we'll probably come on to a little bit about tech as well, but I think one of the things for anyone considering using an autoresponder, as Jason says, is you know there's a there's a clue in the title. You want to be able to automate the emails that are sent out because the last thing and I should have switched my notifications <laughs> off, but never mind. You can <laughs> you can see we're doing this, um, and uh, and I think one of the things that with a lot of recruitment software and, and we we talked to people was chatting to somebody this morning about it, is that whatever software you choose, make sure that you can automate the emails because otherwise um, you you're not going to remember to oh I need to send out this email oh I need to send out that email that it, that it's done in a sequence um, that makes sense. So I think that's that's important. Um, that's important too. So we've talked about landing pages. We've talked about um, auto responders. Is there, is there anything else people need to consider? You know, in the way that this this all works together. You talked about lead magnets. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that and report? Yeah. So a, a, a lead magnet is it, it could be a number of different things. It can be a, a PDF, an ebook. Uh, it can be an MP3. It could even be a video. But what they all have yeah. in common is they're solving a pain that your potential yeah. candidate or, or, or client has. And that's what the focus of that lead magnet should be. It should be there to solve uh, you know, one of those pain points. Uh, and if you can do mm. that, that's when you, you, know, you can move forward with a, a more potential client relationship. Uh, but yeah. you need to be able to yeah. show that you can actually solve the pains that they that they're experiencing, and, and that's what a lead magnet should should be all about. It, it's solving um, that pain. Um, but like I said, you know, you can do it in a, in a, in a variety of, of different ways. So it's not just uh, you know a, a, what is common is, is a PDF. I've seen yeah. you know little video courses. Um, if that's what you think is going to be the best way to deliver that um, that message or that solution. Yeah, I think um, 
just to add in a, a little bit here that we found is that um, over over time doing this for many many years that the sorts of things that work really well is just the simple PDF um, because it's a low barrier to entry it's not like you know you're asking someone to who's never ever heard of you to watch an hour-long webinar live or whatever that might be but you know being able to download a checklist or or a PDF seems to work you know in incredibly well when it comes to trying to decide you know what to do and and it, it's pretty easy to do is to put a report together I mean obviously you know in our, our Supervast Circle we have um, uh, we create reports for, for all our members that, that they can use and that, and that sort of helps that, that part of it but I think it's all around value-based marketing which is massive at the moment I think particularly with everything that's that's happening um, you know and we're recording this in in one of the strangest years we've ever, probably ever yeah. <laughs> ever had since maybe 2008 um, and people are looking for value they're looking for help and uh, you know if you can reach out and do that in an automated way it just makes things so much um, so much easier I've got quite a few other questions yeah, here yeah, can no, I no. yeah no, no problem at all <laughs> can, I, can I continue um, so we talked about where's a good starting point. So, so maybe if we we talk more about um, the technology, and obviously you work with a number of recruitment recruitment companies, both with ourselves and and, and obviously your own clients, Jason's. Well, what what what's the sort of um, the the tech that people really need to think about, and any suggestions on what works really well? Yeah. So when you're kind of looking at doing this kind of marketing automation, especially lead generation. There's two bits of software that uh, I recommend, and that's having a kind of a landing page uh, builder. Uh, and the reason I, I say to, to get a piece of software like this is you can do it on your website. But what I've found is you, you can be limited by the theme and the plugins and all that that you have on your website. And yeah. you could end up spending a lot of time trying to make a, a proper landing page on your website and then it, that still doesn't work because you still have your navigation um, and, and things like that. And it, it can cause a lot of headaches. So I uh, opt to go for uh, a separate landing page software. Now, there are a number um, of different ones out there. There's lead pages, which is one that I do recommend. There's uh, click funnels, which builds um, the landing pages, but it, it's what they call a, a, a funnel builder so it has the the multiple different pages that you might have in a kind of yep. kind of a sales yep. funnel but that that's something you know a little bit more advanced um convertry is another one and there's there's plenty um of others but what they all have in common is that they do uh have templates that you can kind of uh, use and kind of base your landing page on if you you know you want to go and make sure yep. that it's on brand um, so they give you the, the, these templates that you can start with and it does speed the process up um, a lot more to get mm -hmm. these pages done and they have the integrations with loads of other software you know CRM systems autoresponders um, and, and things like that so um, that's one that I recommend and when it comes to the autoresponder the one that I recommend is Active Campaign. Uh, there are yeah. others out there, Aweber, Mailchimp, um, but the one that I always and Infusionsoft. But that again, you know, they have different versions of them now, but they can still be quite complicated for people that are just starting out and expensive as well. 
So the one yeah. that I recommend is Active Campaign, uh, and the reason for that is I like the interface. It's simple to see what's going on, um, and it also has kind of CRM-like features as well. So you can store yeah. more data um, against the contact. So yeah. you can basically trace what they're interested in, um, and then you can serve them more of that as well. Um, and it's just it's easier to use. Yeah, I know that um, depending on when people <laughs> listen or watch this, um, was it this week that Active Campaign have just announced a new addition to their service about landing pages? Do you want to say something about yeah, that? Yeah, so they announced it, I think it was within the last few days. Um, so it's still in beta. And uh, what's happening now is if you've had Active Campaign before, uh, you know, yesterday or the day before, um, you will have the, um, this functionality. Uh, it might not be in your account just yet as I'm rolling this out and as I say it's still in beta. Uh, it's something that I haven't had a, a chance to look at yet but I will be looking in that, uh, looking at that uh, in the next few days and do a video on that as well um, yeah. to see what what it's all about because with a lot of these systems where they have got you know they, they're trying to bolt on more into their into their systems yeah. and some of them do it okay some of some of them don't do do it that well uh, I'm still yet to find one that does it everything brilliantly um, and unfortunately yeah. Yeah. that what that's what tends to happen is the the they've already got kind of one slice of the pie and they want more and so they're adding all these extra features onto yeah. it and sometimes it just doesn't quite work um, the way kind of the, the dedicated um, systems work. Um, you know, they, they're they good at email marketing and all that, and in my view, that's what they should stick with um, because that's what they're good at. And when they start adding yeah. on these extra services, uh, sometimes I, I think it's people get excited about it, but then when they go to actually use them, they find out that it's not as easy uh, as it seems. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'll, 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 yeah. I will I will find out and hopefully be present uh, surprised um, on, yeah. on how that on how they do it. But uh, I'll I'll find that out in the next few days. Uh, I must admit I've been using lead pages since I think probably 2013 2014. I've been using it since it first came out, um, and uh, it's a great piece of software. It's sort of like a monthly fee. Um, and uh, they have, you know, they do have some good instructional videos, and it has all these special integrations. I know this. I know when I first um, started in marketing, at this, uh, you know, working with the companies that we work with, I was, I was fascinated thinking about why, why are all these different like bits of software? None of them are connected, and I think it's just AI is moving so fast and software development is moving so fast and I think particularly for SMEs that that really it's a case of it is what it is at the moment there's lots of different pieces of software however what it means is that as a smaller business you can compete because um, you don't have to have a coder um, you know on site you can you can outsource a lot of um, uh, activities around this you know I'll talk about what Jason does le later on but you know you can, you can get all that handled for you which I think is uh, is amazing in today's environment what you can do because um, you, you know it's uh, smaller companies can't really 
um, you know, suddenly just just throw away a couple of million on a on a you know uh, a, a light in Piccadilly Square or whatever. <laughs> you know, with a brand name on it. It's not the same. It's a more direct marketing style, which is obviously how this um, how this works. The other thing, Jason, is obviously a lot of people say about I want to outsource everything. So, you know, in uh, in in marketing speak, there's a you know there's the done for you service. There's you, you you do it yourself. Can you just explain how they work together and what, as as a general experience, um, you think is the best options and routes to go down? Yeah. So the the done uh, or kind of do it for you do it yourself um, model. I understand why people go down that route because sometimes they just don't have the the capital to invest in people, other people doing it for them. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, they need to, or they might want to learn some of the processes themselves before kind of outsourcing it. Yeah. Um, and I haven't got a problem with, with any of that. The issue comes when you spend weeks and months on trying to get something which in relative terms is a simple process. Um, and it takes yeah. you that long to get it up and running that you just don't do it um, and you put it on the back burner and then it never gets yeah. done. And I've actually had yeah. a few clients like that where they've done it, try to do it themselves and uh, it, it's been months down, down the line and they're still kind of on the starting blocks. And, yeah. you know, I, I, like I said, I don't have a problem um, with people trying it themselves as long as, they're try, as long as they are making progress. Unfortunately, uh, some people get stuck at one point and then they never kind of move from that point. Um, yeah. And then, you know, okay, they might have to spend a bit of money to get someone in to do it, but how much has it cost them trying to do it all themselves rather than get someone yeah. else in? If they didn't have to do it themselves and got someone else in, how much money could they have made doing the stuff that they're actually good at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's always, think... it's always that kind of chicken and egg <laughs> scenario with, with yeah. this. Yeah. And I, I know it's a, it is an interesting one because obviously, you know, we have clients and you, and you know that, you know, you teach them how to do things or they've got a marketeer and you're teaching their marketeer how to, you know, how to do the, 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 the bits and pieces really of, you know, or automation. But I think you raise a good point there that we always say to people, look, you know, it is good to understand how this works, first of all. We're not saying do it yourself, but you need to understand the process. You need to understand, okay, this is my outcome. So I will actually need to have a landing page. I will need to, I'll need to write a campaign for this. So, you know, once you get a handle on it, then, then absolutely, um, you know, I would say when it comes to things like, you know, setting up an automated funnel, then, then outsource it because I think, you know, for, for many of you maybe listening to this or, or, or watching it later, you know, your skills may be in the fact that you are a super duper biller as well as everything else you do in the business or managing the team. You know, do you really want to be sitting at night trying to work out how does this bit of <laughs> connect? Because <laughs> that, you know, you and I have had this conversation as well that, you know, um, uh, Jason could do something for us and it would probably take Jason a couple of hours. It would probably take me because I have got some technical bent, um, but it might take me two or three days to do it. And in those two or three days, I could be writing an email campaign. I could be coaching somebody, um, you know, it, it, and, and that is my, my zone of genius rather than 
checking out which piece of software goes to which which other piece of uh, software um, so uh, <laughs> which can and, and again I think it's like there's a massive fear people start doing something and they panic yeah um, like you're not really gonna break anything no and I, uh, and I think there is that that fear when people look at new yeah. software that they're gonna break something and then it's you know then it's it's done and they're not gonna be able to use it again yeah. Um, yeah. and sometimes you know, I, I, nowadays with software, nothing is ever completely broken. Um, but yeah. sometimes you do need to have a go yourself to learn how the system works. Yeah. Or even just to know that this is going to take me a long time. I'm not quite sure. And it's letting your ego go. I think a lot of people love to be in con control. Um, uh, and, and this is one thing you don't need to be in control <laughs> <laughs> Sure, you do not need to be in control of this. You can get someone else to, to do it. So, you know, as I said, you know, Jason does all of our campaigns. I write them all, and I, you know, so Jason knows this this email needs to go out on day one. This needs to go out on day three, um, um, because because of the way that you know a system system might work. So, um, is there anything else you think we we might not have covered, Jason? That you know, I'm going to ask. I'm going to get you to talk a little bit about how people can get in contact with you. But is there anything else that you think I've not covered that I, I need to cover? Maybe um, here. Any questions to ask you? I know that there were a few questions that you had asked your yeah. audience about, and one of them was uh, regarding uh, the autoresponder software, so like something like MailChimp and Active Campaign, and what the differences might yeah. have been between the two. Now, MailChimp is probably one of the very first email autoresponders out there. Yeah, uh, it was them, and I think Aweber were, were also. Kind yeah. of ones right at the beginning and when they were developed the the email sequences at that time were were simple it was send one email send another email in two days time send another one three days time yeah. and, and and so on yeah. but now everything's about automation and yeah something like active campaign has been built from the ground up with all of this in mind. So their interface yeah. and that is just simple to use, it's easy to see. Now, MailChimp, um, I'm not sure about Aweber, but I know MailChimp have really tried to uh, catch up on, on, on that side of things. And they do have marketing automation. And yes, it, 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 it does work and I have seen it. But to me, the interface is still so clunky. Uh, and yeah. Like you do have a, a free MailChimp plan, but what they fail to mention is that you don't get any automation with that. You can yeah. you can send one email. So if someone signs up to a list, you can then send them a welcome email, but that's as far as it goes. You then need to yeah. pay for uh, an account. And when it comes to actually creating the, the automations, it's the interface I, I, I find not very intuitive and you can't see the bigger yeah. picture. Uh, and it's, it's the reason why I don't really recommend MailChimp anymore, even if you're starting out, I would spend yeah. a little bit of money and actually start with Active Campaign. Now, Active Campaign, I think on a on a monthly basis is something like fifteen dollars um, a month, yeah. which is not a huge amount of money, but what you get for it um, is huge. The interface is clean; yeah. you can see the the automations clearly on how things. Um, are going to work um, and it's just it's a very visual system 
and that's why I, I w- would always recommend Active Campaign over over Mailchimp. Mailchimp was great, uh, and you know many people still use Mailchimp, and uh, you know I don't hold that uh, that uh, against them. But when it comes to wanting to do more stuff with it, it that's when I, I find it breaks down. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, I was showing someone how to connect Mailchimp up to lead pages, for instance. Now, yeah. on a free account, uh, the way that Mailchimp works is that they give you audiences. Now, on the free account, you get one audience. On their neck, on their first payment level, you get three audiences. Now, let's say you've got uh, three or four eBooks that you want to uh, put out on, on landing pages. Now, if you had four, yeah. you wouldn't be able to actually do that within Mailchimp, because the way that right. the integration works between lead pages and Mailchimp is that it connects to an audience. So yeah. it, it means that you, if you have one audience and you're not on a free account, you can only have kind of one freebie to to, yeah. to hand out. Whereas with Active Campaign, you can connect as many as you like. And that was something I found out recently, and was another kind of reason why I'm like, I wouldn't really look at MailChimp for real um, automation. Um, I would go yeah. for a, a system like Active Campaign. Um, and again, there are yeah. other the other ones that are built out that are out there. Um, yeah. Uh, I think there was another question with regards to knowing who has downloaded things off your website. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's a tricky one because I don't know all the details. But if you only have links on your website with you know a link directly to the report you won't know yeah. who's downloaded because that's that's one where yeah. it's kind of a, f- a free for all and someone can just go on there click on it and yeah. download it if you want to know who has actually downloaded your your reports ebooks that's when you'll need to have some kind of opt-in uh kind of in the front of it so it's kind of the the payment wall as you were where someone has to put in their their name and email address to get that report um, and if you have yeah. that set up, then you can then track to see who exactly has downloaded which report, um, et cetera. And then you can have your nurture sequences, um, et cetera, going from that. I think that's a really important point you, you mentioned there, because um, I think one of the challenges for people is that, you know, um, uh, some of our competitors may may go out there and say, oh, it's amazing to get you know, 500 leads from sending out an email campaign or whatever. And in practice, as we both know, that doesn't actually work like that. Um, but what is is great to be able to do, and that's where things are like, we're not here to sell active campaign, by the way, it's just that is one that seems to work really well, um, uh, is that, you know, if, if it's set up in such a way that um, you can use, um, are they called tags in uh, active campaign, yes. Jason? So. It may be if someone's like downloaded a report, it will tag that person as, you know, download one or whatever it might be, or download CV if you sent a, a report out on that. Um, and, and then that is really powerful information because um, that individual, you know that, that John Smith has got an interest and you can then, you know, contact that person. They can be followed up. I don't know if any of you have ever had um, 
a phone call from someone, you downloaded a report. You, some, some of the American companies are incredibly slick at this. And suddenly you'll get a, um, a phone call to say, you know, hi, this is, you know, Kieran, can I help you? I noticed that you downloaded our latest report. And that is it's quite impressive. I'm not saying you have to do it the same day, but, you know, we use it in our own system. So, so Andy, who's our BD person, would, you know, pull off a list of people that he knows have downloaded different reports. So if somebody's downloaded a report on content marketing, there's a fair chance that they're interested in content marketing. You know, if you've got a particular report about how to be, you know, how to develop your, um, you know, your finance career, um, then if someone's actually, and this is the power of automation, Jason, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. all of this is going on in the background. Because you know what it's like? You suddenly, you get a bee in your bonnet and you're on online at you know, 10 o'clock at night, you download a report. You know, the next morning, if you're the recruiter that sees, oh, you know, John Smith has downloaded this report, um, you know, there's a, there's a chance that person's interested. And that's how you can, you can follow up. Um, and that's where I think people forget about auto automation is, is going on in the background for you, but it's, it's, it's delivering to you leads that then are more interested. Yeah, and then, you still have to fix them. <laughs> yeah, and, and it does. It, it, it can take um, a lot of the burden um, off you as well. Again, depending on how you've set up uh, your, your marketing automation. And when I said something like a sales um, funnel now that's just more landing pages kind of connected together yeah but for recruitment it could be you know download your report they go to a thank you page where you have a video thanking them for downloading your report on how to create uh, a CV for instance but then you could also have a link in there to say or oh, book a call with one you know with one of our representatives or, or whatever and we can help yeah. you build your CV or something along those lines yeah and all of a sudden yeah. now people are coming to you rather than you having to chase them. Um, yeah. So done yeah. right, it, it, you know, it can be very powerful. I'm, I'm a great believer in, I call it blended marketing, old school and new school working together because, um, you know, cold calling still works. Let me just be, be clear about that. It, it absolutely does. Um, but, you know, it also works really well when someone has been opening your emails um, you definitely have a, a, a better chance of getting through to them on the phone if they've been clicking links. Then sometimes they're, oh yeah, yeah, I've been I've been on your email list for a couple of years, um, and I'm ready to move now. So that's I think that's the difference where it's always working in the background. Yeah, um, instead of know, a, instead of them like, being kind of a, a cold lead, they might not be a hot lead, but they're definitely a lukewarm lead. Um, and those are so yeah. much, and those again are, are still better than cold leads. Um, yeah, and, 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 and I think, like you said, I think it depends. You know, um, uh, you know how many how many times somebody's opened an email, or how many, how many times somebody's clicked a link. And depending on what's amazing with software nowadays, it will actually give you like a lead score depending on which system you're using as well. So, you know, the, the, the capabilities are amazing. But, I mean, I always say to people when it comes to automation, as you were saying before, Jason, it's about setting up a nurture sequence, isn't it, really? Yeah, um, and unfortunately, I've seen loads of, of people kind of set up their, their landing page and maybe one email, you know, thanking them for downloading their report with the link to the, the report, and that's where it ends. And you know, I'll hold yeah. my hand up. You know, I've done it. I've done it as well. Um, Me but you too. Do, 
Yeah. <laughs> but you do you do need to yeah. have that nurture sequence because you know if you if you put all that hard work in creating your your lead magnet, you want to have emails to make sure that people are, have either read it. You, in you know in email three, you could reference something in the ebook, and they're like, "Well, hang, hang on, I've I've missed that that bit," and they go back to read it. Or you know you can have that in in your email sequence, but also making sure that you, you're sending them at least maybe one email uh, a week, uh, an email every two weeks. But you still need you you still want to make sure that you're still sending them emails and not just the the one email that you send out to once in a blue moon, because unfortunately the way emails is now uh, works nowadays is they probably won't see that one email that you've that you sent you know three months ago because if that's the only email you've sent in the last six months, yeah, you know, yeah, people now are receiving fifty to hundred emails a day. Uh, yeah, it's probably got lost in there. So you do need to make sure that you are sending them regular emails in a nurture sequence, just to you yeah. know, make sure that you are still appearing in their inbox. And I think um, Jason's a real ninja at this, and he does it for us. But um, you can even do to a point where if somebody actually hasn't clicked the link to download the report, you will know that. And so you can actually send them a reminder, you know, um, because with the best run in the world, we all have busy lives. You know, Jason's got a couple of children. Imagine you download a report and suddenly somebody's screaming in the background and you need to go and handle it. And then you forget that you've not downloaded the link. And sometimes it's good to have a reminder to say, hey, Jason, did, did you download that report? Um, so, you know, automation can do all all of that for you and continue to nurture because I think um, I know Sharon's done quite a lot of videos recently about the bias cycle and the whole point of nurture is we're always there's always some people that are ready to buy now their pain point has got to a point where it's painful <laughs> they might have got no clients they need more candidates whatever that might be and they're ready to act now um, and uh, you know that 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 is where you know sending an email they may respond straight away but others might just be interested they might be you know just shopping around having a look to see you know if, you know do I want to move companies or not and uh, you know we've had people on on our um, email list um, in fact, we're working with somebody at the moment. They've been on our email list for five years, and and suddenly now we're we're ironically in the middle of COVID as well. You know, we're, we're working with that individual now, but it's not been something where we've been chasing him. We've had to chase him. He's been there and he's been nurtured. You know, and we we have that all the time. People say, when I'm ready to work with a company, I'm going to come come back to you. You probably have the same, Jason, as well. Yeah, there's, there's there's some people well, that have been on the on the list for for years, and yeah, you, you know, it's um, all of a sudden they come they come to you because you they might not be reading every email that you sent out, but your name is yeah. always there, and subconsciously you're still working them. And when they do finally make a make a decision your name is kind of at the top of the list without them even realizing yeah yeah and and all that's been working in the background while you've been billing or you've been managing your team or opening a new office somewhere in a new county whatever that uh, whatever that might be i've mentioned quite a lot of different things here and and i know that some people will be keen maybe to talk to you about if you could help them do you want to talk a little bit about where people can find you and some of the services that you you offer jason as well 
Yeah, so uh, people can just go to jasonkruger.com and um, kind of my services and some of the stuff that I do is on there. Um, and if you just go to the contact form there, you can fill that in and, and, and send that yeah. to me. Uh, or you can just go and, and email uh, support at jasonkruger.com and just let me know, you know, how I can help you. Now, the, the different yeah. services that I, I provide, um, it can be quite, quite wide ranging. Um, so I've built uh, websites for, for clients, membership sites. Uh, but recently, especially at the moment, I've been helping people with their online marketing. So making sure that their landing pages and that are all set up. And I do have um, what, what I call our packages. Uh, they are going to kind of be rebranded to uh, online marketing uh, tech without trauma, because you know you don't want trauma when you set setting those things up. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a word that often goes with technology. It, 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 it can yeah. it can be yeah. And I work yeah. with I work with tech every every day, and sometimes I feel like yeah. uh, <laughs> I've yeah. had enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yes, yeah, so I have kind of. Uh, our packages that um, people can buy and they can then be used for anything really from uh, training I've done training with 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 clients as part of those packages implementation so actually you know building the landing pages and setting up the autoresponders making sure that they connected um, yeah. tested um, and so that uh, you know when when you start promoting and all that everything works uh, for you um, and even recently, I've even started uh, doing a little bit of video editing and and, and that type of stuff as well. So it, it, uh, those are probably my most popular services because you know yeah. people can get quite a lot out of them. And uh, Jason's even helped me with websites. And uh, a couple of months ago, in the middle of lockdown, you know, everything else was happening. We had a malware attack with another site of ours, and Jason sorted it all out. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, oh my God, it's just like, you know, everything goes wrong, doesn't it, at once. And yeah. Jason, so Jason, you, you do build websites as well, don't you? So yes, yes, I if do. people are interested in that as well, but, you know, obviously the tech and automation. So thank you for coming today and answering some questions. No, no, my pleasure. Um, uh, and people who want to know more about Jason, jasonkruger.com. Um, if you forget his name, um, then, uh, then just email either Sharon or I, and we'll we'll set up an introduction for you, because um, uh, he's the guy if you want to really start getting things moving forward. So, thank you for coming on today and sharing some of your uh, your knowledge and wisdom. Oh, no, thank you very much. I've uh, I've really enjoyed it. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your, uh, with your technology. And you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle. So if you would like to know more, then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash SFC. Have a look 
at what's involved, what's included, and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are. We'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business. So speak to you soon.